0: Of freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Mohammed. I can't think of a funny nickname today, Shaker. Ah. I am Matt, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. How are you doing today, Muhammad? I'm
1: doing awesome, man. How are you doing?
0: I am doing fan-freaking-tastic.
1: Why is that? I don't know.
0: I just felt like saying it. Me
1: too. Me too. All right. That's good.
0: Nice. Uh, first and foremost, and as always, we would like to thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we will be drinking on today's episode. So, thank you to the boys and girls at Low Tide Tava Bar. (laughs) Let's do a quick shells up. All right. Shells up. Okay. And Bula. Bula. Yep. That's tasty. (laughs) Delicious. So good. So, uh, this is actually my second show today really yes i didn't know that no what did you do for your first show uh my this is the the first episode of the muddied waters of freedom today was hosted by myself and my girlfriend jordan
1: oh that's interesting how did that go
0: it was it was something special
1: that's cute
0: it was it was <laughs> she she knows basically the same amount of current events that you do
1: Pretty much. I mean, I'm a moron, dude. That's why my phone's always on me. Right. Like, shit, <laughs> what are we talking about next? Right.
0: I need to look something up really quickly. <laughs> I need to know what my argument is.
1: <laughs> so I go to Eric July's page. Right. <laughs> What's Eric got to say about this?
0: <laughs> uh. So, how was your week?
1: It was good, man. Good. It was really good.
0: Good. Yeah. Your, your dream came true yesterday. Yes. We got uh, to watch life. And we got to watch life. We went to go see it and... Mm-hmm. um
1: it wasn't that good. <laughs> it was okay. It was Well, it was okay. Maybe I'm not going to okay. lie, man, now that we're on the show. It was okay, but I thought it could have been way better. I thought there were way too many logical jumps and uh, uh, plot devices being thrown in to keep this movie going along to a point that I just didn't like it anymore.
0: Now, I read something not too long ago... That the that the writers and filmmakers are not denying about the movie?
1: What? What I just said? No. Uh,
0: that this is a prequel to the Venom movie.
1: I've never seen the Venom movie. That's
0: because it's not out.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I guess I can make sense. Right. Well, I mean, considering the ending, I can see that there was definitely going to be a number two of some kind. Right. Yeah.
0: So I'm wondering if that is actually true and this is what turns into Venom's suit.
1: So since you are really into it I just realized what you were saying, a superhero villain, uh, Venom. Right. Okay. Spider that was, Man's like, man.
0: Spider Man's uh Yeah. Okay. Anime. Okay. And the Venom movie just cast oh God, what's that guy's name? Uh high school musical. Zach Efron Oh okay. Yeah. Just cast Zach Efron as Venom.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so I don't I don't know how accurate it is on whether or not this is a prequel to the Venom movie, but that is something that's going around. Yeah. And if it is a superhero prequel movie, then it doesn't matter how logical it is.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess.
0: The Hulk exists in superhero universes.
1: No, I know, but as I told you last night, I've watched I've watched enough Star Trek to know that Every th- a lot of things that happen in uh the movie life is definitely not real. Couldn't happen like that. Um, well yeah, that's why it's science fiction. Yeah, but there's only so much fiction you can fiction, if you know what I'm saying. Superman exists in fiction. Yep, and he's one of the worst superheroes there are. Along with the Hulk. You just mentioned two of my my know, least I favorite. That's why I, that's <laughs> why I used them. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: Batman has been fighting crime for 75 years.
1: Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: nobody would be able to do that without superhuman ability.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so today... Any other highlights of your week? No, not really. Today uh, is April 1st. Mm-hmm. Today is April 1st, which uh, means that it's April Fool's Day.
1: Yep. Yes, it is.
0: And... I personally am really hoping that whatever zoo has April the giraffe <laughs> comes out and says, we're just playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's not really pregnant. No. She's well, barren.
1: I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to join you in on this logic here, but I can't, because if you remember last week, what we were talking about when I mentioned her,
0: Yeah, Ben's wife,
1: uh, Brad, Bradley. Nobody cares. Yeah. April's waiting on Brad's. Wife to be rehired Or hopefully be employed somewhere mm. Or at least just some answers uh, Until then April the giraffe On April the 1st Has Nanette not mine. found
0: a job yet? Huh? Has Nanette not found a job yet?
1: Uh, Brad's wife As far as we know Still has not It's a pretty sad situation That's going on
0: Is she not looking? I mean if you're employed At one place for 11 years Well I mean And then you get The internet notoriety That Brad's wife has gotten mm-hmm. I mean, I know that Chick-fil-A said that they were hiring Brad's wife. Yeah, somebody else too, so did. So did Hooters. Yeah, Hooters <laughs> was Hooters. Which, if you're working at Cracker Barrel yeah. in the retail department for 11 years, yeah, I'm just going to go out on a limb that you probably are not the quintessential Hooters girl.
1: Well, it's not about how good she looks. It's about her 11 years of great customer service that they would be getting. So that's the huge... Um, that's a huge trade-off they're doing there. Many people would go. I would go.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and it's Did you see the photo that I posted for today? Where? Well, I put it on Instagram and our page and then I shared it. No,
1: but I know what you're talking about.
0: No, not that photo. I didn't oh! I didn't post that photo. <laughs> Thank God.
1: <laughs> no, Mohammed no, no, no. was
0: hanging out shirtless at my house Get going it. further to show why. People think that we're a really weird couple. <laughs>
1: it was a pretty hot picture.
0: Yeah, it was something. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so I posted a picture. I pr- posted our show prep picture, and I said that this is the last episode we will be doing together.
1: Aww. Yes. Yeah. That's right, because I am moving on to um, Unbiased America with uh, Grant Phillips and Will Ricky Ardella or however you say his last name, that's Italian. (laughs) Yeah, I have no (laughs) idea how to say that last name.
0: I read it every day and I go, nope. Yeah, yeah.
1: Their pages are awesome. Uh, Spent uh, an hour on episode 68, I believe, on their show. And uh, Grant runs a page called uh, We Are Capitalists. And he helps, obviously, as a co-host of Unbiased America, uh cool thing is um we're still working out the details right now and this will definitely happen uh if we if everything falls into place uh we will have both of them on um and they they're very interesting characters um, they have as much love for each other as Matt and I do oh
0: so they hate each other <laughs>
1: It's a professional thing to run a podcast. <laughs> so they hate the sight of each other. Yeah. Got it. They see each other walk into a place and I'm like, crap, why is this guy back? Yes. It's the guy that keeps tagging me in all these posts. Can you stop? <laughs> Please stop tagging me in things. Yeah. I don't know you. I don't want to be
0: associated with you outside of Saturdays. Yes. <laughs> i some yeah
1: i um i had uh well not had, but also the cool thing is from yesterday is um after a year and about four months i yeah, might even might even no about a year, no, I'm sorry, so december, i would say December yeah, so about after a year and a half. Um a really interesting, pretty smart lady pushed me out of my shell and I ended up asking a girl out for the first time in a long time. So um that was a pretty big step for me. Is she blind? Yeah, yeah. Is she deaf? (laughs) Maybe. Is she mute? No. (laughs) Is she alive? (laughs) Paraplegic.
0: (laughs) She she's well. She so okay. So she's a blind, deaf, paraplegic. Mm-hmm. Is this consensual? Does she know, or Are you just wheeling her around in her wheelchair? Uh, yes, but I actually, will... that that was insensitive of me. Paraplegic, I guess, could mean that you don't have use of your arms, mm-hmm. yeah, but you can
1: walk. So, I mean, which is good. It means she can't fight back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Yep. Um. <laughs> And ten minutes in, Mohammed makes an awful joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to the muddied waters of freedom <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh that's why I like podcasts. We can say whatever we want, and we don't have to worry about getting fined.
1: That is true, which actually this is not on our topics, but it's a very great segue to get into the politics um something I had noticed on YouTube and it started off with, uh, a Steven crowd, Steven Crowder was talking about this. And then I saw that, uh, other conservative and libertarian content creators on YouTube were also talking about it. Um, James Alsop, which we talked about him. He's the one that was, uh, smacked in the head with a flak bull, I guess, by Antifa a few yeah. weeks, a month ago. Um, talked about it as well um youtube is doing what's called demonetizing um certain episodes that for whatever reason they deem to be unfit uh to have commercials on them so they don't get paid for that content they put out there really yeah and um i think it was steven crowder's episode where he was um so Stephen talked about his show and was he said that um and it is if you watch his show that his show is um follows fCC guidelines uh, sort of yeah, as much as it can uh, I mean, he made the claim, and he's been around for a while, I believe him when he says most of his episodes you can play on a radio. Like you can,
0: uh, not the live ones, but you can the edited ones where they bleep out all the curse words,
1: yes, yeah, and that's what he was saying. Um, so he showed, um, some of his videos what are, that were being demonetized, um, and a lot of them were just, you know, typical political, um, episodes about things that may, I guess, I, may, I hate using this term so many times, you know, but. Trigger right? Like there, there, the the content might be a little bit triggering, uh, so it gets demonetized, you know. Um, and then they showed, uh, the Young Turks videos, and he was really right, and he was very correct when he was talking about how on the Young Turks, like they, they use bad words very often and often. a lot, um. Compared to his show which if you watch the show yeah you can definitely see that um but it's really interesting and he says so and so do i like as a private business it's their website you know they can do whatever they want with it uh fine like it's kind of messed up um and it shows some favoritism towards one side of the political spectrum um So he and along with other conservatives are they called the muck club, but they're going into a little bit more overdrive so they can do so they can, you know, keep doing their shows and all that. Uh, They're looking more into getting into the whole um, CRTV thing uh, that's that started. Right. Um, But it's just really crappy that YouTube would go out of its way like that to start putting pressure is what I'm going to say. Because they're not censoring them, but putting pressure on conservative speakers, uh, content creators with their content, because they think it may be an offensive to talk about how affirmative action is special treatment to uh, groups. To yeah, different minorities. groups of people, depending on what it is, for example.
0: So. Right. And I, this is the first I'm hearing of it. So I that it's not surprising to me even a little bit, though.
1: Yeah, no, A- I agree. After,
0: during the election when Facebook got in trouble for uh, downgrading conservative yeah. posts. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Right, and for, you know, Google was uh, blamed and it was pointed out that they were uh, downgrading certain Hillary articles, like if you put in Hillary Clinton
1: Oh, that was a search engine thing, this, right?
0: Yeah, the search engine thing where you, you would put in like Hillary Clinton and an L, and yeah, yeah, on Bing or whatever. It was like Hillary Clinton lies or whatever. Yes. But on Google, it said Hillary Clinton lavender pantsuit, something, something like that. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, something whatever it was. Yeah, but it was trying to just paint her in a much nicer light than anything else. So I mean, it, and Google owns YouTube, so it's not surprising even a little bit yeah. that they would try to do this and they aren't they aren't uh, trying to stop the message from getting out there they're just saying you're not going to be able to make money on our service. Exactly, yeah.
1: And that puts pressure on them because um, <clears throat> I don't have the numbers for it. He did say it on that episode but uh, he was talking about the number of people they have that put out his Ladder with Crowder show and, I mean, if you watch it, um, there are at least uh, four people that would that will appear on the cameras throughout the show. You know, right. mo- mostly it's on Steven. Um, but then there's the guy that I forget his name with the glasses. Um, but then, then there are obviously other people, like when I mentioned to you how once we expand, who, like, I think we should be looking for next. Somebody to, like help us with content as in like researching, find some cool topics to talk about and all that. Um, but it's more than four people and he's got hundreds of thousands, maybe even he might even be at more than a million subscribers. Um, and a lot of times people don't subscribe. You'll just look up his name and watch. Right. Um, and And I'm not sure if I'm subscribed to him, but I watch him all. I
0: I also have a subscription
1: to CRTV. So I just watch him on there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they're free to do whatever they want. Everyone's free to do whatever they want. But uh, I'm glad that they're able to call them out on it and speak about it because, um, hey, they're free. They're free to demonetize them and put that kind of pressure on them. It's their business. But then your brand and business model starts reflecting on your favoritism towards more leftist ideologies. Right. And that's just not good for you if you're if you're going to be for. Open communication and blah 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 blah. Then sure, he even put he, he even showed a video, and uh, about uh, man I can't remember. It was a race video that somebody had put out, and it was pretty racist, dude. And uh, and he was like, how come this thing? He 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 played it like he's like, let's see if this video is monetized. He goes to the video. And there's an ad right there. So he's like, okay, this is kind of messed up. And I agree too. you know. No,
0: absolutely. Now, I will say as a person who does enjoy watching Steven's program and the clips on YouTube and everything, thank you to YouTube for not making me wait the five seconds before I have to click skip ad. Right. Like, sorry, Stephen, that sucks for you. But for me, thank you, YouTube. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to wait that five seconds or if it's one of the awful ones, you have to sit through the entire thing. I don't have to deal with that. Yep. So, I mean, you're making me happy. Yeah. And that means that nobody's really making money on me if they're taking away ads from people (laughs) that I watch. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that just means I continue to get YouTube for
1: free. Pretty, I mean, pretty much, man. Right. (laughs) But speaking of the internet. Yes.
0: (laughs) This week the Republican House uh-huh i don't know if the senate passed it i know the house did overwhelmingly the house did yeah passed a bill that will allow internet service providers like the wonderful people at comcast mm-hmm. or the wonderful people at spectrum or verizon or wherever else to sell your browser history yeah to advertisers yep Without your
1: permission, sure. Now, are you, are you about to ask me my opinion on it? I, I, I just figured you would give it. Oh, I'll <laughs> just wait till you finish what you were saying. I, uh,
0: I personally see this as a huge violation of privacy. Like what I look at on the internet is really between me and my browser. Like I get it that if I use Chrome, it's being stored somewhere, and that when I look something up on on Chrome, next time I go to Facebook, I'm going to see a Facebook ad for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's just insane, and I hate it. Okay. But for them to say, okay, well, we're just going to take your... like, Do they really need to see Brunette, Blowjob, this guy looks this up, like, you know, three times a week? Mm -hmm. Do they need to see that? Like, who's... What advertiser... Like, I'm going to get so many ads. I just
1: want to say mine's usually uh, Blonde School Teacher... Um. Anyways, continue. Right. Um. I just got a great email though. Huh? I
0: had a fantastic email. That's, okay. My package from Backwards is on the way to the house. That's awesome. Right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And if you guys don't know who Backwards is, it's our friend Eric July from Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Him and a it's a it's a five piece band. I think so. Yeah. 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 Pretty awesome guys. I think they're all. <laughs> I think they are. They are all very libertarian. I mean, they're definitely not going to have commies on there just because of Eric, right. which is whatever.
0: <laughs> and if you guys like metal, what I don't know much about metal. What would you describe it as?
1: Uh, to me, it definitely sounds at the base of it like metalcore, um, but the way Eric sings so i say it's metalcore cuz of the double bass so I just think switch engage um not because there's a black singer there too um which eric is black um but doing the mixture of guttural vocals and clean vocals uh which they do um so it's a, to me it sounds like it's a mixture of metalcore and like a lot of hip hop and rap elements that come into it Um, and it's really good. Like when I first met Eric, well, I never met Eric, but, uh, he had came across my feed because he was on Fox news and I don't, I never asked him about his story about that and how he even got on Fox news. Um, but, uh, I talked to him. I saw that he was a lead singer for a band. I asked him about it, listened to a, it might've been the song statism, uh, or Govern Yourself. I don't remember. Um, And that's exactly what it sounded like, you know, hip-hop rap into, like, metalcore. And okay. it's pretty good. It's pretty good, you know? All That Remains. That's another band that falls into that genre. Right.
0: Anyway, sorry. Back to... Mm-hmm. No worries. Yeah, back to the subject at hand. So, how do you feel? Like, Congress overwhelmingly just voted to allow internet service providers to sell your information to advertisers.
1: How do you feel about it? Well, um, I'm going to drink some Cava. (laughs) He's thinking long and hard. No, not at all. No, I agree with you um, that they shouldn't be able to do anything like that. Um, But but my caveat is... um, I'm just trying to figure out how to phrase this. We need to protect everyone's privacies, you know? And this, to me, stems from a more uh, contract theory and law. So, if you and I are willingly using Comcast or Verizon and... We have no contract. Nothing in the contract says that they can do anything with our private searches. Then they should not be able to. But on the free market, I think if they want to, then they should be in the contract. So if this is the way we're going, I would say that one way to go about it is to tell any um, Internet service provider that's going to be doing such a thing to send out new contracts to everybody that uses their services um, agreeing that their inf- private information might and or will be shared or sold to third-party vendors. Right. Um, and that's from the free market perspectives, you know, Somebody like Verizon will just say no um that's cool, but we're not going to sell any of it and here's our contract telling you that we're not right so that would be very important from from a libertarian point of view contract contracts are very important um so that's 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 what they would have to do contracts in whatever direction this ends up going to me that seems like the shortfall um because I don't want to say that, because then the the other argument is they should never be allowed to, but no, I think they should be able to just as long as people know and have this signed, but what, what type of information or all of it, and if we know that and people willingly want to use, we're and we're not anti-Comcast people here, maybe, I mean, well, I'm, uh, I'm not, I always hear bad things about their services when I used to play video games, but... Let's just say um, Comcast does want to do it. Well, give us the contract. And if I'm willing to let them sell it, then I'm willing to let them sell it. That's just as simple as it is. Right. And if
0: if you don't have a problem with your information being sold, whatever, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. My big issue is that where we live here, where I live, I'm not sure. I know it's different in different areas around here. But where I live, I have one internet service provider. Yeah. That's it like i can, I can only have spectrum mm-hmm. that used to be bright house um and ever since they switched to being spectrum, I've been a lot happier with their service mm-hmm. but
1: I' Honestly, don't, Bright House was pretty good, oh, in I, my opinion
0: i you get you had issues with that I had a lot of issues with wow, bright house and me got into some fights <laughs> bright house and me got into a lot of fights that's crazy um but I can only i could only have spectrum here. And if spectrum said, we're going to sell your information uh, and you got no choice, I would have to live with them selling my information or not having internet. Yeah. Which would mean we wouldn't be able to do the show here.
1: Yeah. And my answer to that goes back to uh, free markets um, and deregulation. The reason we have so little competition and just a handful of ISPs is because that market is so heavily regulated that there it's impossible to get into that business. Um, and I don't know. I, I didn't know I was going to have to talk about this, but um, and I don't want to assume, but I'm just going to say I'm willing to bet that it costs millions and of dollars and maybe hundreds of uh hours from like attorneys to start a company like that like you would need millions of dollars to pay for all the regulations or whatever training they might need and licenses and then you would also need to have millions more and hundreds of hours give of attorney work to go through all these regulations and uh, contracts with the government, whatever you need to do to start a company like that. Right. So then the issue then would be, my my response to that would be, let let's regulate. The, I'm sorry, let's deregulate, and let some competition open up. Because if I mean I'm going to speak about at least just our local area, we've got a lot of um, uh, entrepreneurs here, a lot of millionaires. Um, maybe even a few billionaires in the Tampa Bay area, definitely all over Florida. And maybe this, the amount of regulations and money needed to start a company like this is, uh, that regulatory capture that keeps it, keeps really anybody from, you know, doing something like starting this. But if a few business people in Florida decide they have a better way to do internet in Florida, And they want to without dealing with all the BS, then we should be able to open up the markets for them a little bit. And once they see that there's a lot of demand, which there would be, uh, for people that don't want their information to be sold, then maybe they'll come forth and start up this company on their own and start selling to us. And it, it would even be cheaper, I mean.
0: Right, and I do believe that in the bill it says that they do have to allow for an opt-out option.
1: Yeah, which is which is gone. Right. I mean, it still sounds like a slippery slope. I'd rather it be on paper per per customer. You know.
0: Right. I would rather it be where I can just.
1: No, I don't like. It should be an
0: opt-in, perhaps over an opt-out.
1: I agree. No, well, I agree with that. Because if people don't know, then they don't know. And a lot of people, when it comes to very, very specific news like this, a lot of people won't know. So television isn't going to tell you about what's going on with this bill. Um, If you're on Facebook, you'll definitely hear about it. Um, But otherwise, uh, people will definitely not know about what's going on. So yes, it should definitely be more of an opt-out unless... And what I told, what I was talking about earlier, the opt out would be them sending out contracts to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's a little scary, but we'll see where that ends up going and how it affects us for the next few years, I guess. Right,
0: and I'm not even a hundred percent sure that Trump has signed this into law, but I know that it will be going across his desk very soon.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, speak. Well, speaking about things
1: that Trump signed into law, and I'm going to try to not take up too much time on this, because we got a we got a couple topics. Um, Trump signed an executive order effectively killing the Clean Power Act, or, oh, sorry, Clean Power Plan is what it is. Um, yes. One of Obama's, um, President Obama's legacies with the EPA. Um, and it just reminded me of a bunch of conversations we had had, or I'm sorry, I had had with a bunch of my liberal friends over the past few days. Because um, a lot of people don't, like I said, they don't know what the hell we're about. First of all, you can't just say all, all libertarians. You, know, you can't say all anything, but me individually, right? Um, I am a supporter of clean energy. Whatever it may be. Definitely nuclear. I'm a big fan of nuclear. Me too. Um, Thomas Massey, right? I don't know if you know this about him, but he has a small electric car. It's like a Tesla or something. And he's got uh, custom plates. And on those plates, it says save coal. Save as in like save that industry, which I was like, that's really cool. Right. Right. Um, and this bill was He's also from Kentucky, which yes. Yeah.
0: That makes it, you know, there's so many, uh, coal miners out there and coal workers out there that it makes sense that he would want to save it. When Hillary Clinton went out there and said, we're going to end the coal industry. It didn't make any sense, uh, politically because so many workers out there, just such a high percentage of them out there.
1: Yeah. Which is one thing I had talked to uh, those same liberal friends, um some of them far left communists and socialists that are also like huge environmentalists um, I asked them how you always talk about how you're for the uh, the work the working class you know and the lower class and maybe even the middle class, but a lot of time it's you know the 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 uh, owners of the, you know, uh, means of production and the ones that don't have the means of production. You know, these friends of mine and a lot others like them online and politicians like not Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. You want to forget about all of those coal miners when it's none of your goddamn concern if somebody... Willingly, First of all, somebody willingly wants to go down in the coal, work in that industry, and die from whatever the hell they end up inhaling down there. That's the first thing. The second thing is you're not caring that these tens of thousands of, and maybe by extension hundreds of thousands, uh, transporting, stuff like that, refining, that you don't care that these people are going to end up losing jobs. Like, they seriously, I've never, ever, ever seen an environmentalist, you know? So, sure, you want to talk, you want to talk about the corporations, blah, 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 trying to save a buck and destroy the planet, sure, whatever, dude, whatever. Yet, I've never heard any one of them talk about how they're going to end up taking care of these coal miners, you know? And. That's kind of messed up because, sure, let's just go by your logic. Our Corporations are all evil, but what about that worker? <laughs> what about the working class that does go there and their families depend on it? What are they going to do now? Nope, you just signed all their Berger. jobs. Uh, you just signed all their jobs to death, and now they got to just—they're going to have to do something else. And uh, huge and- areas of the countries get destroyed. Economically, families—you know, kids, wives—and
0: the greatest male model in all of history came from a coal mining family. Who is that? Derek Zoolander.
1: Hmm. I, I honestly don't know who that is. You don't know who Derek Zoolander is? No, no, but the the, the name Zoolander sounds familiar. Is that from a movie? It's Ben Stiller in Zoolander. Okay, that's yeah, this Zoolander <laughs> the movie. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncultured, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm noticing that. Well, I don't know. Saying that you haven't seen a Ben Stiller movie makes you uncultured. <laughs> I think that actually might make you more cultured. No. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> maybe I'll watch it. You should. You yeah. would
0: probably enjoy it. It's a very lowbrow humor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. But a lot of people have been crying, and the fascist Trump is trying to kill the planet and uh like the regulation was reducing emissions by thir- carbon emissions by 32% by 2030 or something like that and uh it just makes no goddamn sense to me um i get i get solar solar plants i get wind plants i get um i get it all i like it but the biggest issues are <laughs> Environmental damage caused by clean energy. And, um, man, I lost my train of thought. Environmental damage caused caused by the clean energy. Um, well, I'll just stick to that for now. Maybe I'll pick up my next point. Okay. Um, for example, I've never seen, uh, I've personally never seen, so this is secondhand. I've personally never seen windmills, but I know people that have lived around them. and oh, they're, I've seen them. Okay, I was told they're an eyesore. Like, they're not,
0: they're, they're ugly. The only place I've ever seen them is on the drive from LA to Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And it's out in the middle of the desert, and there's nothing else around. So, Mm -hmm. as far as calling it an eyesore, okay. I don't really consider it one because it's really cool to see. Yeah. It's very cool to see. It's something like it's something out of almost like a sci fi movie. Yeah. But, um, hey. I wouldn't want one of those. I wouldn't want one of those turbines in my front yard or mm-hmm. anything like that,
1: unless I, you build one yourself. I, I, I
0: obviously, but well, well, what I'm saying is, even if I was building it, I wouldn't want it in my front yard because I wouldn't want that to be yeah. something I'd have to look at every yeah. day. Yeah, you know, if it's out there in the distance or yeah, whatever, I probably wouldn't care. But they. They would be an eyesore, and it's not something I would want at my house. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. Um, I, I remembered my second point, but I'm just gonna—I'll throw it out there so we know where we're at. So you can help me out if I forget again. Okay. Um, storage, so batteries. Okay. Right. Um, but continuing on, um, the environmental environmental damage, such as um, and these numbers are small. Again, I forgot. I didn't. I didn't plan to talk about this, so I don't have yeah, the this numbers. Was not on our
0: yeah list of things to talk but, about today. Yeah,
1: but windmills have killed birds and solar plants. They fried them. Oh yeah, when the light hit them and it shot up in the air. Yeah, yeah. But another big one is um, hydroelectric uh, hydroelectric plants. Right. Uh, a lot of people complete uh, maybe they're willfully ignorant and ignore that when you build a dam you know, to control the flow of the water so you can then rush it through turbines, which is clean. You forget that you're destroying the ecosystem of wherever the hell you put that at, up uh, upstream and downstream. For example, we have a pretty big uh, dam in Egypt. Um, Egypt flows from north to south. And this, uh, you know... The Nile, especially in Egypt, is very famous for its very nutrient rich soil. And when this plant was built um, back in the 20th century, um, it's just, um, oh no, that's not, I was trying to go for the name of it, but I forgot the name of it. Um, the red rich sediment that used to flow all the way down now it doesn't get to go where it needs to go. I mean, if you're going to run water through turbines, you know, that's, that stuff's going to get backed up at the bottom of the dam, right. and you're just going to have the water itself going through the turbines or whatever. Um, So you're ruining um, the ecosystem with fish, for example, whatever the hell is growing up and downstream. Right. But also farmland, like now, now in uh, Upper Egypt... Um, there are less people farming you know we we farm in just the deltas mainly and then around the Nile um but then the rest of the other seven countries that the Nile runs through now they're not getting that rich soil, and now they're gonna be a little bit more hungry than they could have been. Why don't they think about that when we're talking about saving hungry African childrens, which is a good cause? I wasn't trying to be funny, but um why why are environmentalists always so willfully ignorant when it comes to that the e p a uh spilling all those chemicals in Colorado and more that was like right. that was not the first time they've done anything like that
0: and I don't i mean yes, I do think that a lot of it's them being willfully ignorant but it's I guess it's the exact same thing as what I was gonna say but um you know, like they're looking at it from one perspective without worrying about it. It's uh Dennis Hopper in the movie Speed mm-hmm. said you have blinders to the world on man and I used to say that line all the time, but it's just you're looking straight ahead at this one issue and how to solve this one issue when there's a
1: whole series of other issues that are gonna be affected by it. Yeah, um, we called that we had a phrase in the eighty second tunnel visualing Uh wow what is wrong with me today tunnel visioning yeah yeah Same,
0: yeah same thing um it's it's uh there's that meme that goes around with your 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 favorite captain picard
1: yeah yeah he is yeah
0: yeah um with the underwater turbines that would create energy without the eyesore and he's like why is this not a thing yet with the hand extended Mm -hmm. um that would do the exact same thing. It's, yeah. You would have these turbines spinning, like sea life would die. It would kick up uh, the t- seabed bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess seabed bottom's redundant, but <laughs> the sea bottom. And it would uh, stop things from growing in those areas, or it would back things up just the yeah. same way as a dam or whatever would. Yeah, And it would cause other issues that would later on become a problem exactly. that would then be the fault of whoever put the underwater turbine down there. And they'd say, see, they're just trying to destroy the earth.
1: No, they, they would actually probably not say that. Like I said, they let the EPA and the government get away from anything wrong that they do. The only issue they have, oh, but is if, if it, if a go, if, if, if if it is was a, a company, private company, right, yeah.
0: if it's a private company that does it and they're like, yeah, look, we're a completely green company. We're using the power of the ocean in yeah. order to, energize this company people would be like oh that's great and then you know 40 years down the road or whatever when negative effects started happening mm-hmm. from the underwater turbines they'd be like this is just a, more evidence of another company not caring about our ecosystem and our planet and yeah. when in all reality 40 years earlier yeah they yeah. were doing it in order to try to appease the mm-hmm. environmental yeah the green jobs yeah
1: and like we're not we're not climate change deniers but and i think you and i have talked about this but um i personally knew i know i know that the there there is um we're at we're partly at fault you know i personally don't think it's at the extent that the environmentalists whine about and say that it's at um, and another big issue I have is nobody seems to give a damn about every other country that's shitting, you know, carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Right. It's just us. And like, we're 300 million people, and our plants already are cleaner than most, even because of regulation. Fine, whatever. Um, when are you going to start crying about China or anybody else? Um, a few of my lefty friends that i highly respect uh specifically for the for the their views on a nuclear power uh this is going to be the last thing i want to say so i can talk about the batteries so we can move on um <laughs> um jill stein you know and a lot of my lefty friends don't like her because of this her views on um Nuclear power plants. She calls them like you know, taking time. You know, nuclear bombs. It's like what? That's not even close to scientifically accurate. Exactly. Sort of like the movie Life. Yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> don't watch that movie if you're if you're gonna watch it for the science. It's retarded. They they. No, I don't want to spoil anything. But watch watch it and see for yourself. Right. But if you're a sci-fi fan. Okay, if you're a sci-fi fan, you will like it because there are not really a lot of good science fiction movies or series. It takes a long time for one of those gems to come around. But uh, yeah, Jill Stein's like anti-nuclear power, and then a lot of Stein.
0: And anti-Wi-Fi.
1: Yeah, even though I heard that that was fake. Um, A lot of my Stein, a lot of my friends that became Stein fans became anti nuclear because of her and I was like, you dumbass, like you love liberal ass Europe so much and in this one case you look at Germany oh, I'm sorry, not Germany. Um Greece. France. Yeah. France reduced their carbon footprint to almost nothing when it comes to like industry sized um uh stuff. <laughs> um by going completely nuclear, you know? Right. And then the environment, environmentalists will cry stuff like, Fukushima and Chernobyl. Three mile, island. three mile Island. And it's like, well, it did what it was supposed to and everyone's safe, you know? First of all, I mean, Fukushima is a natural disaster. Chernobyl is because um, Russians are morons of the socialist type. Um. Anyways, you guys get the point of what we're trying to say here about clean energy. Like, don't force the market's hands. We're trying to get there, you know? Solar when, solar technology, wind technology, and all that needs to catch up.
0: And what we could do if we wanted to advance clean energy is instead of uh, restricting my right to use solar and not be hooked into a power grid. Or my right to... I'm just going to toss this one in, even though it doesn't have to do with energy. My right to collect rainwater sure. and use that. Yeah. Like here in Florida, I have to be connected to water or power. I, can, I think that's most states.
1: Yeah, I i didn't want to... It say, might even be all the states, but yeah, I don't I didn't, want to I didn't, say Yeah, that. I didn't
0: want to say it. I just know that here in Florida, I have to be connected to at least one of them. Yeah. And if you want, if you want us to progress into clean energy we need to get rid of those laws those laws are the ones that are really hindering it because right now just from what i can see i've got two computers running your phone is plugged in i got a lamp on got fans on throughout the entire house i know that jordan my girlfriend was here earlier so i guarantee there are three lights on that i can't see <laughs> um and like energy is just being used and we've got the air on mm-hmm. because Muhammad gets very hot very quickly. It's um, only cuz you're my co-host. That's true. Um now if we were using solar I wouldn't care like keep all the lights on I don't. Yeah. Yeah, but since we're going through the awful people at Duke Energy I'm always trying to make sure that we have mm-hmm. the lights turned off. Yeah. And that's not an environmental thing, that's a financial thing on my side. Mhm. Um but change the laws. Let, let me use solar mm-hmm. without getting in trouble for it. Yeah. Let me collect my rainwater so I don't have to go through the city to use the water. Like, yep.
1: it's water. Mm-hmm. Let me use That's it. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to talk. I'm just going to just throw it out there. Battery technology has not caught up on the same level that... Every, almost every other technology has over the last few decades. Um, it, batteries are still weak, you know, that it's a huge issue. And everyone is working, it seems like everyone that works with batteries is working over time to try to make batteries better. And it's not, it's actually not, thank you, capitalism. It's not because of the uh, clean energy, it's because people want their fucking phone to last a week. You know? Right. Uh laptops, so on and so forth. I'd
0: be I would be happy if my phone would last two days. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'd um, be happy if my vape would last one. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you don't have wind all you don't have wind all the time. You don't have solar light all the time. So obviously these things aren't running. And you could go through periods of a no wind and periods of Complete overcast, which happens at the Sunshine City sometimes, in the Sunshine State. Right. So, we need to stop forcing people, business owners, you know, from doing what they think is best for them. Everybody knows what's going on. We know what it does. Everybody wants to move on from it. But it just seems to me like the environmental movement is very uh short sighted. I agree. I definitely
0: agree with that. They are looking at it in a five year plan as opposed to a yes forever yeah, of course. plan. Yeah. Um but yeah uh moving on. Yeah.
1: Uh that's yeah. We I mean we, I thought this was a fun topic to bring up and yeah. you know, we talked a lot about it. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Um so moving on since we only have about 10 minutes left with the failure of the American health act, also known as Trump care or Ryan care or mm, rhino care yeah. or the wrongly named Obamacare light, <laughs> uh, having failed without a vote even going through. Mm, yeah. Trump has gone on the offensive, which everybody knew he was going to toward, People who stopped it from passing, and he is attacking the House Freedom
1: Caucus. Yeah,
0: which includes people such as Justin Amash, your new Facebook friend Thomas Massey, you mm-hmm. lucky son of a.
1: It's my birthday, dude. Uh, it's not your birthday's it's not coming for up twenty days. Well, I threw it out there, man. I didn't think anybody would go through and, including him, and be like, "Happy birthday!" And but yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I still uh, have my freedom boner.
0: <laughs> and many other uh, fantastic members of the House um, attacking them and stating how the they are the real enemies of freedom. And last week we did talk about this a little bit because the vote didn't go through last Friday.
1: Um, yeah, but now he attacked them on Twitter. Right, but now he attacked them on Twitter.
0: And I'm just I, I just want to reiterate what we said last week, okay, which was these this group of individuals are fighting for principles. Like we said last week, the Democrats voted no for partisan reasons. The Republicans yeah. that voted yes, did it for partisan reasons. Mm-hmm. These people who voted no based on principle are the people that we need in office. Yeah. These are the people that need to be reelected. These are the people that need support. Yeah. Yeah. Trump campaigned on taking down Obamacare Mm -hmm.
1: and the establishment and this is really important and And the establishment
0: and now the people who are helping take down the establishment by not allowing crap bills to be passed are the ones he is attacking.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is absolutely unbelievable. And he's in his white house, uh, oval office press conference. He talked about, um, he talked about, he learned a lot about loyalty and not, and people not being loyal to the party. And it's not
1: about a party. Yes. I, especially when you're talking to me, like I was a, and I think I said this on the show before, I was registered libertarian. And right. for my own personal reasons, I felt that it was best for me to become a Republican you know i've got i and i will put this out there even if i run for office here it is publicly i don't have party loyalty i have loyalty to my principles of being fiscally conservative and i'm socially you know accepting liberal whatever um but you know if the republican party ends up literally walking out on me then i'll just probably come back to the lp you know like parties don't mean anything to me part
0: yeah it's not it's not about party it's about who you represent and if you're representing your voters that is you doing your job you are there to represent the voters of your district of your area um charlie christ yeah i was about to say david jolly charlie christ is our representative, and while I have absolutely zero faith in him to represent his his uh, constituents when it comes to Congress instead of representing his party, I would like to think that he will do it with some sort of principle, but he's Charlie Crist, so mm-hmm. I know he won't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Thomas Massey, uh, Justin O'Mash, uh, what's the Meadows? Yeah. Mark Meadows? Yeah. Mark Meadows. These are the people who are out there and actually fighting and actually doing what they're supposed to be doing as representatives of the people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I personally think he is shooting himself in the foot by attacking them like that. I absolutely agree. A lot of of people really like them. Uh, And with Thomas Massey, I have... I mean, it seems like a lot of people really like one more than the other, but like both, you know, Thomas Massey, Justin Amash. Um, But, you know, these guys are our modern-day Ron Pauls, and they have a lot of influence. And when you go over to, I don't know what kind of influence they have in the House, but when you go over to the Senate, uh, because a lot of them are basically also affiliated with the Republican Liberty Caucus that I right. chair, you know? Um, But you go over to uh, the Senate, you have one of the strongest people in the Senate right now, Rand Paul. You know? Right. Because it's pretty split. It's pretty split in the Senate right now, but... Right, we've got the
0: vice president voting on things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, holy shit. I,
0: he's voting two times this year yeah the vice president has broken a tie
1: fucking crazy i don't remember a time that that has happened in my life yeah no i agree yeah but rand paul's got sway and rand paul doesn't give a shit what the hell's going on if it's for liberty he goes for it right um but yeah since we don't have a lot of time let's move along to one of your next topics. Actually,
0: I wanted to do a different topic than any of the ones that we talked okay, about. That's, every, every, dude, everyone, that's everyone we have here is going to take us a couple of minutes. Okay. But I don't know if you heard this or not. So I'm going to drop this little surprise bomb on you. That's fine. Devin Nunes out of California. Why? We all know who that is. He's the man that I said, fucked you to, like, yes, I don't know, yeah. 14 times whenever. Yeah, so. no, I know. He is going to be having somebody challenging him in his district. And that person is Captain Sulu.
1: What does that mean? Who's Captain Sulu? I'm not big into TOS.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, I know, I know. It's really weird, but I'm not really big into TOS. Are we talking about what's his name? Uh, I don't remember his name. Um, I, know, I, I, I know I follow his page But yeah, I, I don't do. see his posts often For some reason I completely blinked on his name Just now Oh God George Takei
0: Yes, yes, yes yeah, George Takei is going to be moving Or already did move to Nunez's district He's going to lose And is planning to run against Nunez Yeah, he's going to lose And when I first heard that I was like, that's awesome And then I thought about it more and I said I don't know
1: who I would want to win that Yeah I don't want either of those two men yeah, in Congress. Yeah, Man, he he got me so mad last year when he had some really off the wall remarks to make against um ah. Oh, see, now I'm blanking on this name too, and like I I really do know these names. I know you do. Um, our listeners know, but I do. He's our he's our the 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 black justice. What's his name? Conservative.
0: Oh, um.
1: Exactly. Yeah, um, Thomas. I think so. Yeah. But, um. Anyways, um, he made a very off the wall remark against him, calling him blackface and stuff. It's like, what did he really? Holy fucking shit!
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. And, like, and I've then seen, I've seen I I watched the case posts all the time. I follow I do follow him on Facebook. Um. Because he comes up with some really clever puns, and I find those to be hilarious. I agree. And then he throws an "Oh my." Clarence. Clarence Thomas. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. He throws an "Oh my" in there, and you know it's funny (laughs) and whatever. Yeah. He's he has gotten political in the past, and I've always known he was going to be a lefty. I've always known it. I've never really cared. Yeah. Like I follow lefty. Just funny
1: because you're the guy that got thrown by that left progressive uh, FDR. Oh, I thought you were talking about me.
0: I was like, no, no, I, I wasn't. No, no. Him. But right. Yeah. FDR was the one who put. His- yes. Yeah,
1: let's willfully ignore that. Right. But, you know, let's support the lefties all the way. But FDR. It's It's almost as if historically I may have more of a chance of being thrown into prison under a Democrat than a Republican, even even if even with Trump. And that's funny to me. Right. You know.
0: Historically speaking, that is accurate. But you
1: ignore it. You know, Vietnam, Democrats take us to war. Republicans elected to get us out of there. Right. It's sad, man. Not that Republicans... (laughs) World War II. Not not that Republicans are good people because, trust me, we know George Bush got us into Iraq.
0: And World War II, Japanese internment camps was FDR. Yeah, yeah. Completely... Do you know how I found... Okay, True story. How did I find out about Japanese internment camps? How? It wasn't from school, okay. obviously.
1: Well, yeah, they wouldn't tell you anything like that. No. FDR is like, God, man, you don't mess with that guy.
0: I learned about it from the show Scrubs.
1: Okay. Where. Really? He said, oh, JD made a joke.
0: uh JD, played by Zach Braff, made a joke about internment camps. Uh, he said that he wished he could put his in- interns in internment camps, and his best friend, Chris Turk, Donald Faison, said, internment camps aren't funny. Mm-hmm. And then and the voiceover says, I forget that Turk's one-quarter Japanese. <laughs> and I had no idea what that joke was in reference to, and I had to Google it. Yeah. Actually, I think I had to Yahoo it. Cause yeah. I'm not sure if Google was really a thing, Yeah, but I had to, I had to search it on the internet to find out what that joke meant. And I was like, wait, what we did? What? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, granted that was at an embarrassing age to find out that that stuff happened, mm-hmm. but it's still something that, uh, happened that just absolutely blew my mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No dude. Same here. Yeah. There's a movie called, it's called the siege, right? There is a movie. There's a couple of movies called The Siege. The one where there was like a threat, or there wasn't a some kind of terrorist attack by a Muslim group, and they start rounding up all the Muslims in the country. Oh, was the it Movie Bruce came Willis? out in '98. No, I don't think it was Bruce Willis. Steven Seagal. <sighs> no, no, that's a di- that's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Oh, that's Under Siege. That's not. That's is it not, Under Siege? That's
0: Under Siege. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones and Steven Seagal. That's yeah, Under Siege. Yeah.
1: But anyways, um, uh, so I wish that we had enough time because I did want to talk about Barry Goldwater and I did want to talk about the Audit the Fed bill going around in the House. Well, okay, so the Audit the Fed bill, real quick,
0: it passed voice vote Mm -hmm. and is going to full vote this week. Okay. So... I'm not going to make any promises, mm-hmm. but maybe we can talk about that in more extent next yeah. week. When maybe
1: even another. I was thinking because we still have like three topics on there, right? Um, and I really I love. Very do you want to do? A,
0: let's do a since we have guests. Since we might oh, that's have right. guests next week, let's do a midweek show where we talk about the stuff we didn't get to today.
1: Okay, yeah. And the other one was the, the Bernie Sanders with his Medicare for All thing, which again. The biggest thing I like about Bernie Sanders is up front, he doesn't lie about what he what he wants. And that's that actually is the left in general compared to the bad Republicans that will say stuff like, we must lower taxes and blah, blah, blah.
0: And then raise them. Yeah. We you know. get rid of Obamacare and yeah. then give us another Obamacare.
1: Yeah. And uh, this will take a minute to just talk about real quick because I know we're out of time. But speaking of Republicans... Not showing their true colors. Um, one of my friends had said he was like the unsung hero of libertarians, is a Jimmy Carter, a Democrat. Because a nickname of his, I don't, maybe I haven't talked to you about this here or at the coffee bar, but I can tell you more when we leave after this is done to go to low tide. Yeah. Um. Uh. Jimmy Carter's nickname is the Great Deregulator. Right, and Jimmy Carter has proven that
0: personal uh investments and in private private uh organizations can supply better energy to places yeah. than a government can.
1: Yeah. And it was it was it was because of him that airline has been getting cheaper ever since he deregulated air travel. Right. You know, he let prices used to be controlled by the government and then he deregulated it and many 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 other things. That caused airlines surprisingly to have to compete with each other. And well, and it's more than that. Competition was a big part of it, but there was more than that. Right. But yeah, maybe we'll do a midweek episode where we talk about this. Um, man, hopefully next week we can get, you know, Graham Grant and Will. Will on. Um, check out Eric July's. Uh,
0: I think that in one of your posts over the past week, um, I think Grant and I are now doing a podcast together, and Will is now my boyfriend. I'm not. This is
1: bullshit, dude. You fucking only get one. You can't have both. Well, no, one's my boyfriend and one's my co-host. I know, but then I no, that's this is this doesn't work Well, see, work you can out. do the opposite. I'm the one that introduced you to them, it so I need one of them. You do.
0: You can have one. You can have the opposite one as your boyfriend and oh? the opposite one as your co-host.
1: Well, I like Will because he seems like the smart one, just like me. Yeah, that's how that works. Um,
0: <laughs> we admitted it. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, that is just about all the time we have for today. Uh, apparently, we will be doing a midweek episode to do all the stuff that we didn't have time to uh, talk about today since we went 20 minutes on something we had zero plan on talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's um, two topics now, but yeah.
0: Right. And so thank you all for tuning in. Please like, share. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. Tell, listen listen to us while making sweet, sweet love to your partner. Yeah. That would be really hot. <laughs>
1: that would be super hot. Um, for whatever reason, and maybe it's not good for us to throw it out there, but I am. Seems like our viewership, our listenership has gone down slightly. Not not, nothing big. And it's been really baffling us. So please do share our podcast if you like it. It really helps us out. Um, I mean, we're not making any money off of this. This is for your entertainment and, you know, getting to know current events and the libertarian stance. Um, But to Matt and I right now, since we're not making money off of this, and there's no concrete plan on making money off of it. We like seeing numbers because we it's it's fun to see that people are listening to us. So if you like it, please share it. You know, try to get your friends to listen. Um, if it's somebody that's conservative or libertarian, uh, a, a trick I was taught at the Leadership Institute is you message somebody and you ask them to do a personal favor for you and. You say, hey, can you share this or listen to this? And most of the time they will.
0: <laughs> yeah. hmm But you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom at on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. Or you can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. Cool. I would say let's do a bulla, but you drank all your cava.
1: No, that's all right. I'll do bulla.
0: Okay. Shells up. Bula. Bula. Thank you all for listening, and we will be talking with you very soon.
1: All right, guys, and uh, remember where we're going.
0: We don't need roads.